Oh, a quick little public service announcement to make. I just want to remind everybody very quickly that Argentina is campeón del mundo, <laughs> world champs yeah. for the next four years, and Leo Messi is the undisputed goat. I just want to remind yeah. everybody kindly. Yeah, no, we do have to make that announcement because uh, I don't want people to forget. Yeah, I don't yeah, want no. people to forget. No, 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 no. I don't want people to forget what just happened. Not even what over a little bit over a month ago, right. dude. A crazy, crazy uh, outcome. That sees you wearing a jersey. Now, this is the third shoot out of a total 10 so shoots. 10, yeah. So, we're looking good so far. Yeah. Stings a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it a little, a little. itchy. <laughs> <laughs> but before I get into transfers, I actually want to talk about a big announcement that was made regarding our region and the region of which the jersey you're wearing is from, yeah. South America. Comebol and CONCACAF have agreed to essentially partner up to... Form a relationship here. Mm. See what can happen. See what can be generated both financially, but also in terms of really interesting matchups. And here's what happened. The Comebol and CONCACAF strategic partnership results in this. When it comes to club competition, <laughs> Comebol and CONCACAF to co-organize a centralized Final Four style club competition. So I think I, when I looked into this one, it means that the top two teams from South America will face off in a mini tournament against the top two teams and CONCACAF. Yeah. And that in itself excites me, man. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. It'll be like college football playoffs. Yeah. You know, you get the four best teams, two from each region, and then a quick little mini tournament, yeah. and there'll be a nice little final. I'm wondering how they'll set it up, if they're going to guarantee it'll be a CONCACAF team against a Comable team. Are they going to randomize it, and maybe it'll be, you know, two CONCACAF, two, or possibility for two CONCACAF or two Comable? Yeah. I don't know. Either way, though, love the idea, and I love how short it is, too, because, you know, we don't, we don't got to nah. rush into a big competition yeah. yet, so I love this idea. We've strung out some hot takes, man, in the past when it comes to gauging where does MLS and Liga yeah. MX rank yeah. in terms of South American competition. You know, some people say that Liga MX is better than Colombia, but worse than Argentina. Yeah. Uh, MLS could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Brazil, was what I've even heard you say at times before. Uh, and, you know? I think, and I do think that that is a true statement if you take like the best MLS the best of the best. Yeah, the best of the best. And that's the point I'm kind of getting at is that at the very least, if this is done right and the teams do take it as a serious competition, we could actually get answers to kind of gauging where does the MLS stand against uh, maybe the first or second top team in Brazil or Argentina. Same for Mexico, like a, just a Tigres against Palmeiras type of matchup yeah. or LAFC against Flamengo, for example. Instead of having to wait until the Club World Cup, yeah. now we'll get it through this tournament. So that to me is just super fun, super interesting, and it just emphasizes the opportunity to talk shit if you're North American or if you're South American, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. The first edition of this tournament is going to happen in 2024, so it's still a little bit of a while away, okay but okay uh, it's expected that the clubs will qualify through existing Comebol and CONCACAF club competitions. So yeah. we'll get a better insight into what that means, but for now, I'm just happy that they're going to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be CONCACAF Champions League winner against Copa Libertadores winner, and then how they determine the second teams, maybe it'll be runners-up, or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll like rank the others and see. Pick, yeah, like do a coefficient and pick the second team. I wonder how they'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Now, on the international level, this also gets very exciting because mm. for 2024, Gomebol has announced that they will have the Copa America combined with six guest CONCACAF teams to join them and it will be played here in the United States. 
summer 2024 yes. essentially running it back from what was the copa centenario in 2016 yeah. we will be seeing a very similar occasion now and that's very exciting bro because that was such a fun tournament yeah. it's so fun to see these north american international squads go up against the south americans and to have it here in the u.s man just means that we have an opportunity and all of our viewers as well that are here in the states to go and actually watch these matches man yeah and i can't believe that once that tournament does kick off it will have been eight years Years since the Copa America Centenario has passed. That boggles my mind that it's already going to be eight years at that point. Mm -hmm. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Regardless, I'm so excited because, again, we've talked about it and we've always wanted to see just more CONCACAF teams and Commonwealth teams kind of mingle in some form or fashion. And what better way than a tournament like this where it had such success in 2016? Why not do it yeah. again? It's going to be really good. And It'll be a perfect rehearsal tournament for the 2026 World Cup in the United States. We'll oh, probably true. be seeing a lot of the same stadiums that'll be used in 2026. And hopefully, we'll be seeing a lot of competitive CONCACAF teams hoping to have a really good World Cup on CONCACAF soil. I was going to say, it actually kind of adds a, a little bit more pedigree to the Copa America because it expands the tournament and it brings in maybe not the best opponents in the world, but yeah. opponents that you still got to play well to get a victory against, man. And if it's the USA at home, Mexico at home, or even a feisty Canadian team, whatever South American team is trying to win the trophy will eventually have to go through one of those North American teams. And it's just going to make for an awesome matchup and just adds to that to that quality of the tournament that, that I like to see, honestly. Yeah, dude, that'd be dope. When you when you phrase it like that, man, I'm going to be so hyped for these CONCACAF teams because I do see a trend of just CONCACAF teams improving, especially the big three of the USA, yeah. Canada, and Mexico. And going into 2026, this is the perfect tournament to have something a little bit more competitive than, let's say, the Gold Cup. Yeah. So this is going to be awesome. And, dude, imagine... If a CONCACAF team gets to the final and saying. even just has a chance at lifting the Copa America, that'd be incredible, <laughs> that'd be man. It'd be insane. And, you know, maybe it doesn't happen. And we nah. see, you know, Uruguay, Argentina, Brazil yeah. just go off and have another good tournament. At least the USA, Mexico, Canada, and maybe a Central American team will have that really good practice of like, all right, we know what the competition is going to be like. We've been in the locker rooms that we're going to experience two years from now. We had a good preparation for World Cup in 2026, so let's have a good World Cup. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the tournament. My only gripe, bro, and this is not even football-related, I have one gripe about this. I was really hoping that the Copa America would explore more of the South American landscape as hosts. Mm. Because, realistically, I've only ever seen Argentina and Brazil host Copa Americas. Maybe a little bit of Uruguay, and I think Chile. Chile. Yeah. I think Chile. And Chile is the exception in this case because like Brazil hosted it like twice because of COVID and just stuff like that. And the 2016 Copa America Centenario obviously was here in the United States and they're doing that again for this edition in 2024. But I'm just like, where's Ecuador's chance? Where's Peru, Bolivia, Colombia even, man? I was just there a couple years ago. It was a beautiful country. And I don't know, maybe the infrastructure is not quite the same as brazil or argentina well it definitely isn't the same but like why aren't those federations pushing to host it more you know and i read up on it i was like i thought ecuador was going to host this next edition they were yeah, set yeah. to and apparently the federation was just like yeah we could host it but we're just not really prepared 
And I'm just like, I, I get it. For me, I just wonder, what does it really come down to? Because does Conmebol as a whole confederation only want like state-of-the-art stadiums? Because if that's the case, you're only going to get that now in Argentina or especially Brazil because mm -hmm. of the 2014 World Cup. You're not, it's going to be so hard to achieve something like that if you're Bolivia, for example. But why can't Conmebol just put that aside and be like, look, just use the stadiums y'all have. It's not going to be state-of-the-art, but it's going to be your culture. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, at the end of the day, fuck it. Let's have some fun. In a, dude, a Bolivia Copa America would be ridiculous. Dude, that'd be dope. It'd be oh, man, dope. Be so dope. It'd be so dope. And I know, like, Venezuela would be really, really cool, too. And I know some of these countries maybe are going through a little bit of turmoil politically, and I yeah. understand that. In that case, yes, humanity is first. You know, football yes. is always second to that. I understand that. But if the country's fine and they're just... They, it, it just comes down to infrastructure. I say, fuck it. Have fun. Use what's there and have a truly, truly South American Copa America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When it comes to with that approach, I get it, man. I, I really do. And that's what I would want as a football fan. But I think just money talks in this that, situation, that's the thing. bro. And the U.S. has proved time and time again, especially with how they're hosting even almost all of Mexico's matches nowadays. Dude, yeah. The money to be made is in the U.S., bro. <laughs> yeah. And that even includes South American sides as well because it's such a melting pot of cultures here in the U.S. that yeah. you are assured to have packed stadiums if these teams come down to this American soil and participate in a tournament down here. So at the end of the day, I think Comebol is just like, I'd much rather go with that and the opportunity to make bags yeah. over having a very organic, culturally representative type of tournament in Ecuador nowadays. It's just, that just, I don't think will happen anymore, man. That's the thing I was thinking about. I was like, if Ecuador can't do it now, when can they? You know? Yeah. Where is this going to lead? Is it, like you said, uh, Mexico playing the U.S. now? <laughs> I, I actually could just be like, all right, let's just do it. Like USA, maybe Mexico helps out a little mm -hmm. bit some, sometimes. But I literally could just see the Copa America mainly anchoring in the USA slash Mexico because the money is 100% over here yeah i think it'll be interesting to see what comebol does in the future if they see this as a huge success then why would they go back to anything else yeah. because if they do go back to the original format then that does tell me that they have some sort of motivation that falls in line with selecting an ecuador to be a host in yeah. that case that tells me that they want to they at least have some incentive to go back to their roots and if so then i expect it to not be in argentina or brazil the next time around it better be in like uruguay or bolivia or wherever yes, man. Yes. if they decide to go against the whole Concacaf teams being invited and hosting in the usa yeah. because it's just so so lucrative man.